On today's show, Fiat introduces an all-new pickup, a look at the top automakers by profit margin, and we need your help identifying this car. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for November 12th of 2015. General Motors' use of structural adhesives in its vehicle architectures has exploded. Get this, the 2002 Cadillac CTS used 18 feet of structural adhesives, but the upcoming 2016 Cadillac CT6 will use 591 feet, and that's playing a key role in the company's lightweighting efforts. Just yesterday, we highlighted how engineers were able to cut nearly 300 pounds from the XT5 compared to the outgoing SRX. On Tuesday this week, at the annual conference for the Original Equipment Suppliers Association, or OESA, GM's president, Dan Ammon, said the automaker has hit a level of mass efficiency in its architectures that will allow those architectures to stay in the market longer than before. He did not elaborate, but today most automakers come out with a new architecture, refresh it in four years, and replace it completely in eight. Dan Ammon seems to be suggesting GM can now use its architectures for a longer period of time, which could save the company a significant amount of capital investment. And that's another way to improve your profit margins. Speaking of profit margins, let's look at how some of the major automakers stack up against each other. We took a look at the latest financial figures from the last quarter to calculate the profit margin based on earnings before taxes as a percent of total revenue. And by that measure, Toyota is earning the highest profits in the industry, posting an impressive margin of nearly 12%. BMW is next on the list, with Daimler not too far behind. Ford put in a strong showing, coming in ahead of Nissan, Honda, and Hyundai. Then there's a big drop-off to General Motors, which is still hurting from all its recall costs and fines. And FCA is at the bottom of our list, with a meager profit margin of just over 1%, which helps explain why the company is actively looking for a partner to merge with. Still to come, a look at some of the wild cars that debuted at the Tokyo Motor Show. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. While the rest of the world may not get to see Japan's tiny little K cars that have engines no bigger than 660 cc's, they're still very important as currently they account for more than 50% of all new car sales in the country. What's more, they're super stylish. And here's a few recent reveals that caught our eye. Meet the Suzuki Mighty Deck. It can seat up to four people, but the rear seat can be folded flat to extend cargo space, and the deck can be raised to create a storage space below it. The automaker also showed off the Air Trizer, which kind of looks like a new take on a VW bus. It features two large sliding doors on the passenger side, and the seats can be reconfigured into a bench. And what would the culinary world be without food trucks? This is the Daihatsu Tempo, a vehicle the automaker refers to as the moving store. A digital signboard is integrated into the side that allows for quick and cheap changing of advertising or menu items. 
Also, to make sure it can accommodate its aging population, Daihatsu developed the Nori Ori. Powered ramps at the side and rear make it easy for a disabled driver or passenger to enter or exit. Even though it's small, there's enough room to accommodate two wheelchairs. Years ago, it was called International Harvester. Today, it's called Navistar. But according to experts, it's probably not going to survive. Navistar makes semis, buses, and diesel engines. In fact, it just signed a deal to supply medium-duty trucks to General Motors last month. And yet, while the truck market is running red hot, Navistar is losing money. The company's problems started years ago, betting on the wrong emissions technology for diesel engines, and then running into legal problems when it misstated its earnings. Truck experts tell Autoline that other companies would love to buy Navistar because the medium and heavy-duty truck market is so profitable. They say Volkswagen and FCA were interested in buying it, but Navistar has an unfunded pension liability of $2.5 billion, and none of the potential buyers want to be saddled with that. And so, our sources say, any potential buyer will wait until the company goes bankrupt, then sweep in to buy up the assets. Coming up next, Fiat debuts an all-new pickup, and can you identify this car? Here in the U.S., we're all familiar with FCA's full-size pickup, the Ram 1500. But that's not the only pickup in the company's lineup. Last year, we showed you the Ram 700, a small truck it sells in Mexico and is built in Brazil. And yesterday, the company took the wraps off an all-new mid-size pickup called the Fiat Fullback. The truck will be sold in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, and will be available in May of 2016. In the Middle East and Africa, it's offered with a diesel or gasoline engine that can be mated to a 5-speed manual or automatic. In Europe, it comes with a 2.4-liter turbo diesel under the hood, which is mated to a 6-speed manual or a 5-speed automatic transmission. As of now, it doesn't look like this pickup will come to North America, but if GM's new mid-size trucks keep selling well, maybe FCA will change its mind. Well, we need your help again. Viewer Rich Bragger from Hardy, Virginia, sent in this picture of his father sitting in front of his grandfather's gas station in New Jersey in 1932. Rich would like your help identifying the car that his father is sitting on the fender of. If it helps, he thinks the radiator cap might have a dog on it. But I'm sure we can get this figured out for Rich. Leave your guesses in the comments section below. Say... Did you know that over 500 years ago, Leonardo da Vinci designed a ball bearing brace that was later copied by a car company? That's going to be part of the discussion on Autoline After Hours today. We'll have Ken Nelson joining us, a guy who's an expert on orphan cars and other fascinating engineering tidbits that have largely been lost to history. So join John and Gary for some of the best gearhead insights in the business. That wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.